Thank you. 
that was in our Sunday school lesson this morning. Just in case you missed it. We're here to praise God. I said we're here to praise God because he's worthy. Oh, he's worthy. Yes. Amen. We continue in our worship this morning with our announcements. As many of you are aware, the COVID vaccinations will be given today here at Ebenezer from 1 to 3. Uh, you are not required to be a member of Ebenezer to get the shot. Uh, we were told uh, that they're supposed to have all three boosters here as well as the COVID shot. And so we're grateful for that. And we've been told that we have over 100 people that have signed up. Now, that's what they signed up. Uh, we hope the same will show up. But uh, we're praising God that word is getting out. And we also want to thank uh, uh, Reverend Brother Brian Smith, who is also assisting us uh, with our second shot. Uh, the Chicago Theological Seminary will be making a donation to Ebenezer uh, to support our advertising of the shot. And that's because of a son of Ebenezer, Reverend Brian Smith, who is always, always, always looking out for his home church. Amen. Amen. We also want to make mention, or also for those who are looking for folks to stay, I think we have identified some persons who will be serving as volunteers to make certain everything goes well uh, after service with the COVID vaccinations. Also, if you know someone who needs a Thanksgiving basket, or we'll put it this way, could be blessed by a Thanksgiving basket, please contact the church or any member of the outreach ministry to receive one. The deadline for the names, the deadline for the names is November 5th, and baskets will be distributed on Saturday, November 20th. Also want to make mention that the music workshop, there will be a music workshop here at Ebenezer Friday from 730, uh, not until 8, 7 to 830, 7 to 830 on this Friday, and then on Saturday from 10 till 2. Uh, we have a wonderful guest clinician who will be here to minister to us. And so we're asking all musicians, all choir members, uh, all those who hope to sing, want to sing, particularly as we plan for 2022, that you would be here for this. Because we are going to get on, all of us are going to get on the same page for the glory of God. For the glory of God. Amen. Amen. I also want to make mention that next Saturday, next Saturday, I received this from um, a group of pastors who are letting us know uh, from the city, November 6th will be a day of prayer in the city of Chicago. Uh, the mayor is asking that all churches on November 6th at 11 to 12 next Saturday would gather for prayer. Uh, we've made given that assignment to our deacons. Uh, every house of worship will be open as the city prays for those who have been impacted by COVID-19. And we are beseeching God for protection during the holiday season. Amen. Amen. And Ebenezer will be participating in that through our deacons on next Saturday. Amen. Amen. Also, we want to make mention uh, 
The funeral arrangements for Pastor Ricky Guyton uh, are as follows. Visitation will be Friday, November 5th, uh, from 4 to 8 at the Metropolitan Missionary Baptist Church, 2151 West Washington Boulevard, Chicago. And the services of celebration will be that Saturday. Uh, wait will be at 9, and the funeral will commence at 9.30 a.m., also at the Metropolitan Missionary Baptist Church, 2151 West Washington Boulevard. Uh, we want to conservatively continue to keep lifted in prayer the entire Guyton family, particularly uh, Sister Belinda Guyton, the daughter of Ebenezer, and the mother and, and the daughter of uh, Sister Naomi Campbell, a member of our faith community, who is with us here even today. We want to pray mightily on behalf of our church for that family. Uh, Pastor Guyton indeed was a friend of Ebenezer and has served this church even while he was pastoring another. And we are certainly mourning the loss. But as uh, Sister Campbell told me, shared with me what Belinda said, that his work on earth was completed. And while there is pain and sadness, we celebrate his life. Amen. Also, you all, many of you have heard the news already that we have concluded with the business of the parking lot down the street. Uh, uh, that sole sale has went through, and those proceeds are in the bank. Ebenezer, thanks to God. Be the... Oh, that's the best y'all can do. Oh, that's the best y'all can do. Praise God. I said, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God has thrown us a lifeline to do some of the things that we need to do in this place. But let me tell you something else. While we're celebrating that, that's just the first bit of favor that we're waiting on from God. There's others that are coming. And that's why we have to stay prayed up. And so I want to personally thank the leadership of our trustee board, along with our treasurer and the chairman of our deacon board, and all who worked to bring this to conclusion. A job well done. Amen. Amen. We're just thanking God. Thanking God. Even Stanley got more pep in his step today. Cause... <laughs> now, and I say that in jest, but I say it in seriousness. Because I've had the experience of being able to work alongside of treasurers in the churches that I have served. And along with the pastor and the various chairmen of the chair, chair of trustee boards, there is no stress. There is no stress like having to be the treasurer for a church. To meet the needs of ministry. Oh, y'all don't hear me. When you're waiting on the stewardship of sometimes contrary people who think they can get their way if they sit on their offering. But God gets the last word. And when, you know, you know, we you know how we used to like to watch uh, Ten Commandments, and one of the things they also used to say, I see my aunt there, she's a, a wonderful lover of Ten Commandments, how they had to make bricks out of straw. That's what the treasurer has to do. 
got to make bricks out of straw. Some people call it Rob Peter to pay Paul. And, well, we thank God that God has blessed us. Blessed us. Blessed us. And I make this, I assert this to you, we will do it in decency and order. We will do what we have to do in decency and in order for the glory of God. God has given us favor, and for that we are glad. And if you ain't glad about it, then maybe this ain't the place for you. I'm just being real. You ain't glad about it, because this is God's doing. Amen. Amen. I just had to say that, because we were, we were celebrating Thursday, and we, we were celebrating Friday and Saturday, because we got so much we got to do, and now we're able to do. Now we're able to do. I said, now we're able to do. We're able to do. I'm going a little long, because I ain't got to preach today, praise the Lord. <laughs> I'll be back next Sunday, but I'll, I'll be here. But, I, but, but we just want to give God the honor and the glory. Let's continue in worship this morning as our music ministry team comes before us. Thank you. 
If you desire to give, there are many ways that you can give. You can give online at go to EbenezerBronzeville.org. Uh, you can go to, you can text to give, and that number is 312-779-0146. Or you may give through sale, and that sale number is 773-960-9028. And if you want to give it the old-fashioned way, you want to drop it in the box, you can drop it in the box uh, and mail it uh, to Ebenezer Missouri Baptist Church, 4501 South Vincent Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 60653. Amen. 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 Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we ask right now that you would bless these gifts, O oh God, that you have given to our hands. God, we ask that you would multiply these gifts, O oh God, and sanctify and hold it that everything that we offer will be acceptable to you. We lift now this prayer from the wings of the morn. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, we pray. And all of God's people say it. Amen. I want to make mention as we are giving that the grandson of Deacon John Garrison was here at 1030 this morning to give a special offering to Ebenezer. Uh, he was here, and he's a senior, real senior, and he was wondering if anybody remembered uh, Deacon John Garrison. And I do. I remember him absolutely. I mean, remember Deacon John Garrison, and we thank God for Brother Claiborne, who made a special offering uh, on behalf of his family in the memory of Deacon John Garrison. And also want to say, while I see her here and she's on my mind, uh, Sister Monica, do not go anywhere. I need to see you after worship. Do not go anywhere. I need to see you after worship. And also want to give a shout out of thanks. She's not in uh, in the sanctuary. She's helping out in the back. I want to thank uh, uh, our First Lady, Dr. Pamela Pearson, for her work in assisting us getting the COVID vaccination shot to Ebenezer. I want to thank her. She uh, she has different gifts and graces, and she wants to use those different gifts and graces for the glory of God on behalf of Ebenezer. And so we're thanking her for her work and assistance in getting uh, those shots and vaccine here at Ebenezer. Amen. Amen. I didn't I went up this morning with the Holy Ghost, and I didn't Hallelujah! I went up this morning with the Holy Ghost, and I I woke up this morning with the Holy Ghost, and I well, I 
Because you've been around long enough to know that there's power in prayer. I said there's power in prayer. And prayer, it has the unique ability to change things. And if it doesn't change that thing, rest assured it'll change you. And so we are interceding on behalf of these who have been called. Eternal God, our Father, once again, we come before your throne of grace, asking, oh God, that you would have mercy on those whose names we have lifted on today. God has mercy in their bodies or in their situations right now, oh God. Have mercy, O oh God, to those who are going through, who are mourning, who have lost loved ones, God. We know how difficult and challenging that can be. God, we ask that you would touch as only you can touch, that you would heal as only you can heal, that you would deliver as only you can deliver. In the name of Jesus, that, that you would make a way as only you can make a way. God, have mercy. Have mercy on our church, oh God. Help us to continue to move forward, oh God, in love. Help us to continue to move forward, oh God, as we follow the direction of the Holy Ghost. God, we lift up our leadership today. Those who serve in key positions, the chairman of the deacon board, the chairman of the trustee board, the financial secretary, treasurer, the clerk, so many others, oh God. We lift up all ministers, oh God, that are associated with this faith community, God. We ask, oh God, that you would pour back into them that which they have offered unto you. God, we lift up the musicians today. God, we ask that you would have mercy, oh God. God, we, we, we got so much that we want to say thank you for. God, we just say thank you for another day's journey. Thank you, oh God, for keeping us. Thank you, oh God, for making a way for us. Thank you, oh God, for protecting us from all hurt, all harm, all dangers, dangers we have not even seen come out Thank you, God. Thank you for our children, God. Our young people, oh God. We ask, oh God, that you will continue to give us the increase. The increase of members. The increase of disciples. The increase of resources, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we God, we thank you for those who have joined our fellowship this year. God, we're thankful that they call Ebenezer home. Continue to lead and guide and direct them. We thank you, God. God, we thank you for the gift of life and health and strength. And for all that you continue to do for us. God, we pause right now to thank you what you have done. Now, God, we pause right now to thank you for what you are doing. And God, with eager anticipation, we thank you for what you will do. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. God, we ask that you bless the preacher of the hour. We pray, oh God, that some rainbow word will fall from his lips. That will cause us to go closer to you and cause us to go on and see what 
the end shall be. Bind him up, O oh God, and, and speak only the words you have given to him. In the hope that someone will come down this aisle yet again and ask, what must I do to be saved? To Jesus Christ our Lord we pray. And all of God's people say it. Amen, amen, and amen. Neil, please, I don't have to introduce him. The associate pastor here, Ebenezer, Minister Dr. Dana King, will bring the word this morning. After the next speaking voice you hear, after the next singing you will hear, the next speaking voice you will hear will be that of Minister Dr. Dana L. King. Amen. I just be a witness. Thank you, Thank you. Just a witness. Yes. Oh. I just be a witness. Yes. Oh. That no beyond a shadow of a doubt. That without God, you could do nothing. No. I mean nothing. nothing. Have you ever been in a situation where you wish you could, but you could. Have you ever been where you've been short of breath? Have you ever been like the little lady that was on a commercial long time ago that fell and felt like she couldn't get up and needed help? Trapped in a situation that you thought you couldn't get out of? But God yes. came along Amen. and got you out of that situation without God. Yes. Yes. I could do nothing. Thank you. 
I was so 
so nervous. And I still get nervous. And the time will tell you that it ain't changed. Um, that I sent the entire manuscript to Ricky Guyton to read. I sent him the entire manuscript to read. I said, because I don't want to make no mistakes. I just want to make sure that what I'm saying is, and Pastor Person appreciates this, hermeneutically correct. And, 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 and if I can show you all, I have it somewhere. Uh, he sent it back to me with a bunch of red hearts. Just like I was in school. So uh, God bless you, Sister Naomi, and the rest of the family. God bless you. Our scripture text was read again. I said it came from the book of Joshua, the book of Joshua. Pastor Person read it already. I'll read it again for your hearing. When you get a chance, read the entire chapter of Joshua 6. But for this morning, we just want to focus on a few verses, Joshua 6, 1 through 5, and then Joshua 6, 20 through 21. King James says, Now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out, and none came in. And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given into thine hand, uh I have given into thine hand Jericho, and the king thereof, and the mighty men of valor. And ye shall promise the city, all ye men of war, and go round about the city once. Thus shalt thou do this six days. Then the writer goes on to say, And seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets of rams horns. And the seventh day ye shall compass the city seven times, and the priest shall blow with the trumpets. Verse 5 says, And it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when ye hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall down flat, and the people shall ascend upon every man straight before him. We skip down to verse 20. It simply reads, So the people shouted when the priest blew with the trumpets, and it came to pass. When the people heard the sound of the trumpet, and the people shouted with a great shout, that the wall fell down flat, so that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. The word of God is blessed. I want to talk this morning. You were kind of already in my sermon when you were talking earlier, Pastor. I just want to talk this morning a few minutes about a layaway praise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put the praise on the layaway. Right, y'all pray for me. Y'all know me. A layaway praise. A layaway praise. We know the term. At some point, I know they don't do it as much as they used to now, but there used to be this thing called the layaway. And you know, a layaway was was so you could you could you could get access to you put your name on it. You couldn't take it with you that day, but you had already marked the fact that it was yours. Okay, all right, all right. And so what you did was you put some on it. Okay, um, all right. You put some on it. You put you, you put some on it. And, 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 and so 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 when when God put this thing in me, He said He said, Can we talk about uh, praising Him? Uh, can we praise God uh, behind the wall? Can we praise Him behind the wall? Can we praise Him with the wall before us? Can we praise Him in the midst of our circumstances? So that's, that's kind of what I want to talk about this morning, uh, from the standpoint of you know, there's some times that. Uh, 
for all that God has spoken to us into our spirits, we we find ourselves facing some situations and hurdles and circumstances that seem to be impermeable. This thing, this wall, this wall, Jericho, the wall, the wall. We we find sometimes that there is brokenness that hinders us from receiving what God has desired from us. The wall, the wall, the wall. We find that there are some some burdens of life that we are trying to bear, some unforgiveness in our spirit, some inability to move beyond who and what we are today. This, this wall, this wall. But nevertheless, church, I'm here to tell you this afternoon that, that no matter what walls are in your life, God is sufficient in all things. Yeah, 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 you know the God, the God, the God that brought you this far, didn't bring you this far to leave you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he didn't come bring you out of the wilderness just to leave you where you are. And Ebenezer, I have to spoke this earlier today, we're standing right on the edge of the promised land. The seed has been planted. Now, some, 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 your eyes may not be able to see it, but your spirit needs to set itself to receive it. I'm trying to help somebody this morning. Ebenezer, I believe right now that we're on the verge of a breakthrough. And see, sometimes in order, watch this, in order to plant a seed, once that seed is planted, it has to die in order for life. Yes! That means sometimes you got to sacrifice some stuff. Yes, sir. And truth be told, what we had to sacrifice, we weren't using no way. Okay, all right, all right. So, 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 church, the walls we're talking about, these walls of, of, of this burden that we've been bearing, these walls, like Jericho, are about to come tumbling down. As we look at our text this morning, we find the Israelites in the same position that literally some of us are in right now. We're standing on the edge of a promise. And after years and years, finally, after years of bondage, finally, after facing the Red Sea, finally, after wandering in the wilderness for 40 years, and after losing their leader, uh generations after generations, promises that have been spoken to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, all of these things after their periods of trials and tribulations and travail, now they're standing with the promise. The promised land is in their vision, but there's a slight catch. There's a snag in the process. You see, even though they call a glimpse of the promised land, and although their place in victory was right around the corner, they still can't touch it just yet. You see, there is an issue of a wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an issue of a wall that's separating them. Yeah, yeah. A wall that's hindering them from where they are right now to getting to the place that they are supposed to be in. The Bible tells us that Joshua and the children of Israel were on a conquest to gain the promised land, but for them to get there, they had to overcome and conquer this obstacle that was in their way. I wonder, Ebenezer, how many of us have found ourselves in similar situations? You know, we recognize that God has spoken his promises over us, but we find ourselves facing walls, walls. And it ain't just, I'm talking about a brick wall, I'm talking about barriers, obstacles, limitations, and even walls of unbelief. 
Yeah, we find ourselves sometimes uh, uh, dealing with gaps that need to be bridged, growth that needs to take place, strongholds that need to be broken, a wall that needs to be removed, and it keeps us from receiving our God-ordained victory of getting to the other side. So the question becomes, how do we remove the walls? How do we overcome the obstacles? How do we position ourselves to receive all that God desires us to have? Well, the scripture, the scripture, the scripture tells us in verse 2 uh, that, that the Lord said unto Joshua, seek. Yeah, he started right there. He said, seek, F-E-E, I have given into thine hand Jericho. So, so right here, the word, the word see is interesting uh, because it brings us right to my, to my very first point. Only got two, only got two. Brings us right to our first point. The first point is we must learn to develop our spiritual eyes. We must learn to develop our spiritual eyes. Why do you say that, preacher? Well, a lot of times our physical eye will fool us. Because, see, the physical eye only sees what's on the paper. The physical eye only sees what's in the bank account. I'm going to ask somebody in a minute. The physical eye only sees the current situation. Watch this. The physical eye only sees empty seats in the room. Okay, God begins the conversation with Joshua. God wants him to see this situation with his spiritual eye. He's not asking him to see it through his physical eye. He's not asking him to evaluate uh, the situation based on what he can touch or, or what is tangible. He's not even asking him to evaluate it based on what seems reasonable. He's telling Joshua, look, look at this with your spiritual eye. See it through your spiritual eyes that even when you're in the midst of a trial, even when you're under excruciating pressure, even when it looks like all hope is lost, I don't have to look to the hill because I know my help comes from the Lord. So, so, so here Joshua stands overlooking the, the city of Jericho. You know, Jericho, the city that he and Caleb and along with 10 other spies had looked upon 40 years earlier. They looked at the city. Well, y'all, y'all don't miss it. They looked at the city 40 years earlier. The same Jericho uh, that the children of Israel had decided that they would be unable to conquer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jericho, you know, y'all know, y'all know, y'all see it. Jericho had two walls that encompassed the city. And Jericho, this, this fortified, impregnable city. And now God is saying, see, I have given unto thy hand Jericho. See. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not here. Here. See, a lot of times we say, well, you know, we talked about this on that, 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 that famous statement, we've never done it this way before. Pastor, we just ain't going to be able to do it. Or, you know what? I don't like that idea. Let me say it. Let me say it. So, 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 watch this. He, he is saying, he is saying to Joshua, watch this, that I have spoken a promise to the people of Israel. And in this moment, I'm about to make good on my word. 
That's what he said. I'm about to make good on my word. Watch this. Which takes us right to point two. I'll be for a minute. He says, point two says, you have got to be willing to put action with your faith. Yeah. yeah you got to be willing to put some action. Okay, all right. With your faith. You got to be willing to put some action, put some movement behind it. When you, when you look at scripture, what was the faith? I said now, with the fact that God, when God gives an order like, like march around, simply march around the wall day after day, that there would be some objections from somebody. You know, somebody would walk at that because, because the objections don't make sense. What you say to me this morning, what do you mean go out and just march around? Just get out and just march around and, 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 and you know, just, right? Come on, because you know it, it, it's what well, you know, they are doing. That's right. Okay. Right. But watch this. What I find interesting about this is that here the Israelites—they were not afraid to trust God. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they were not afraid to trust God and to do a new thing. Yeah. I have a question this morning, Ebenezer. How many of us are afraid to let God do a new thing in our lives? Okay. How many of us are afraid to let God do a new thing in our situation? Yes, yes, many of us. When God starts speaking and starts trying to do a new thing in our lives, we get a case of what they call the stiffness. We get a case of what we call let's see. I ain't going nowhere. We refuse to move forward on the promises of God. We talked about this. We so stuck on the past that we can't move forward and go and conquer our future. I'm so stuck on what we used to do that I can't take a step forward because I'm afraid that I won't leave what's back here. But, but see, I, somewhere I saw, somewhere, somewhere, somewhere I saw in the Bible say I'm pressing forward. Forward. Not backward. Yes, sir. Because, see, I, I find it interesting that it's as though we believe that somehow that the same God that at the beginning of creation was able to speak life into God. And for some kind of reason, we forget that the same God that was, that was, that was able to create order out of chaos and was able to speak to the Red Sea so that it would open up and the Israelites would pass by on dry land. For some reason, we forget that the same God that loved us so much that he would even number the hairs on our teeth. But the same God, the same God who sent his only begotten son, Jesus, the Christ, to die for you and me, that the same God that was able to raise the same son on the third day with all power in his hand, that son the same God is suddenly unable to perform what seems to be impossible yeah. or miraculous. It's as if sometimes we forget just how big God is. Yeah. And we forget that God is bigger than our situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. See, we refuse to move on with what God says. Because watch this. We refuse to move on because if you don't believe he is the Alpha and the Omega, if you don't believe that he's the beginning and the end, if you can't believe that he's the author and the finisher of our faith, then you're stuck in fear. 
really great idea. I'm going to send you this. I found this link, and I'm going to send it to you. I'll say, play this song. But it hit me at about 2 o'clock in the morning. I didn't think that was a good idea. That's what it hit me. But there's this interesting thing about trumpets, though. There's this interesting thing about trumpets. You see, the trumpets that the priests were sounding, they were not trumpets to announce the battle.
But this old Baptist hymn came to mind. Soldier called praise him. Praise him. Praise him. And we could just sit a little bit of that and open the door of the church.
I'm constantly praying for you. All the time. But you know that I'm ready. I pray for all y'all, but it ain't y'all business what's going on over here. Amen. Amen. Let us let us pray and then we'll just miss Father, we thank you for what we've seen and heard on today. God, if there's still some burdens in the room, God, we ask that they would be left where they sit, God. That when they walk out your door, God, they walk out free. That they walk out free. That they walk out loose from their bondage, God, with chains broken, God. We pray right now. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling, present you faultless before his throne with exceeding joy. So the only wise God, be master, dominion, and power now and forever. And the church said, Amen. 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 Go in peace.